0: This is The Pool. I'm Rankome, your host. This is Episode 6. Ah, let's see. I'm going to start off with a gigantic fuck you to 2016. Um,. This has been a very trying year. Good things and bad things have happened. Uh, So I'm not going to act as if there weren't any positives of this year. But hell, we're like three minutes away from the new year. And 2016 still came through with the upper punch. Right in the face, eyes, nose, throat, ears, mouth, all that. Alan Thicke has passed. I believe he had a heart attack. One of the beloved tv dads of the 80s and 90s um growing pains i knew him as as far as that's concerned as far as seeing him on my screen of course i didn't know him personally i didn't know prince and david bowie either but they passed and still felt some kind of way so uh you know rest in peace to him and uh condolences to his family his tv family and everyone who knew him but man it's like we were so close to Christmas and the end of the year And here we go Again with the uh, uh With the Sourness that is 2016 very disrespectful Um So yeah we'll uh Hopefully we can get through the rest of this Year without too much Traumatic stuff Going on Um With headlines there's not a whole lot going on Um Invincible Iron Man number three, which will come out in January 18th of next year, will feature Riri Williams fighting the Rhino, which I'm very excited to see, considering the Rhino is a force to be reckoned with, and he is a very identifiable um, uh, character, a Marvel villain. And to put Riri Williams up against him as her first villain is... Cool. I'm I'm very excited to see that because hell, I grew up watching Spider-Man, so I knew how powerful and massive this man was. And I read him in the comics here and there, but to put her up against this gigantic mammoth of a man is it's, I'm excited to see. Especially because villains are now kind of creeping their way back into the Marvel universe uh with Civil War and Civil War Two and. A lot of these little events and things that are going on. We haven't seen many villains. Heroes fighting villains. It's been the hero versus hero thing. And that is cute for what it is. But can we get back to how things were? Um, I believe it's shown that Tony Stark. I guess dies in Civil War 2. Or something happens to him. Where now he's this AI holographic projection thing that's helping out Riri which I get it. She's taking over that mantle and he is the Iron Man but at the same time I'm like uh, okay well She can't do this on her own but all that being said that, that's neither here nor there. I'm just excited to see this young woman of color kicking ass and taking names and uh and she's dressed very sharply on the cover of this book and it's a mock up wired magazine cover but it's uh, Techie I believe and it's Riri Williams leaning against her Ironheart Iron Man suit looking just stunning in her uh, pantsuit with the little chains and a little natural hair like I, I really I'm looking forward to this now I caveat this by saying I'm still on issue one because of course I drag my feet with these things but I'm very excited to see Riri in action going up against such a powerhouse that is the rhino so big ups to her and big ups to uh this this epic battle because i saw a couple images from that issue and i'm looking forward to it um let's see still excited heaps excited extremely excited for luke cage season two now there isn't a date solicited for when it'll actually be recorded or when it will air but with the Iron Fist travesty coming up and then the Defenders is following that I'm not sure if we'll get us a Luke Cage season 2 until maybe 2018 but I'm fine with that because much like with Spider-Man Homecoming pushing back uh, Black Panther, Spider-Man looks like an amazing story and they've done their job at least by the trailers alone to make that a wonderful movie. It's right in line with the marvel cinematic universe it is the homecoming of spider-man and it pushed back black panther but black panther seems to be taking advantage of this time and kind of building the cast and developing the story and that that's worth the price of admission right there yeah it was pushed back but it was pushed back and we're getting these amazing gems like angela bassett being the queen. So, you know, that alone is worth the price of admission, is worth the, the price of exit, you know, dinner and a movie. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm hoping that the same formula works for Luke Cage, where Defenders and Iron Fist coming up and maybe Jessica Jones season two. I don't know. Whatever f- next few Netflix, Marvel series that are coming up that have may push back Luke Cage, I'm hoping that. Chao Hadari Coker can use that time to develop these wonderful stories like he did on the first season. That's assuming that he's still the showrunner for season two. But either way, Luke Cage was an amazing series. It did something that the other Marvel series haven't done. And it knocked, it won, it knocked Netflix out the park. Because, shoot, if we remember luke cage is the reason why netflix was shut down for a couple hours so let's let's get that going again um uh let's see there was the four-part crossover with flash arrow legends of tomorrow and supergirl the dc block over on the cw not interested i have watched a couple episodes of each except for supergirl i haven't seen one one episode of that um I know I went to the movies maybe a month or so ago. Forget what I saw, but I know there was this long, like four-minute trailer for the Supergirl series, and it just wasn't compelling. It's not—it's not something I'm interested in. I will give it a shot, give it a couple episodes, but I'm just not—I'm not moved. Um, Legends of Tomorrow was very campy, which is not a bad thing, because everything doesn't have to be so gritty and dark. But it just Wasn't It just wasn't a good show to me. It was, I don't know, it's lacking something from the episodes I saw. Maybe I need to go back and watch a few more, but I doubt it. What I will do, though, is watch the four-part invasion crossover between the four shows. Because, hell, I figure, even if I don't like it, that's four episodes of some shows that I can log and keep moving. And if I do like it, I'll probably try to catch up on one or all of the seasons but hell they're so far along i think arrow is in season five and flash season three supergirl two and legends of tomorrow one i believe but i'm not (coughs) i'm not that excited um let's see what else what else what else oh um the screen actors guild awards the 23rd annual uh nominated game of thrones westworld Walking Dead and Stranger Things, which there's no surprise there. All four of those series have been doing well and been on the tips of people's tongues for quite some time. The only one of those I haven't seen is Westworld, and I barely watch The Walking Dead. I get all of my Walking Dead updates just through social media, because I just can't watch the show. It's just not... I don't know I'm trying my best but I just I can't I'm um still like on issue three or four of the series itself so I don't know we'll see hopefully during this holiday vacation or time off I can I don't know jump into it and see if I can make it past the second issue um let's see what else what else what else else? um that'll probably be it for now For the headlines, jumping into the pool, Um, this week uh, my DC book was the Superman, the new Superman, the Asian Superman, issue number six, uh, which beautiful artwork. Looking forward to jumping into that one. Um, Through Marvel, we have Mosaic, issue number three again that's another one I'm 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 enjoying thoroughly and I believe we're still in the first 48 hours of mosaic becoming mosaic um power man and our power man and iron fist number 11 which does not still has yet to become a a bad book like I I have not read one issue that I haven't thoroughly enjoyed um spider-man number 10 is still a civil war 2 tie in and i am not here for it at all um also i picked up jessica jones that's part of my pool issue number three i am kicking myself in the head for this i do not i do not like this series um this jessica jones seems to pick up from the max line that brian michael bendis started um when i got back into comic books i saw the jessica jones max didn't look interesting to me but when the netflix series came out and people were talking about her more i went back and researched her and got the information i needed but i still wasn't interested in picking up the max series i've seen her in power man and iron fist and i've seen where she's come her and Luke Cage together and with the baby danielle and when i read the first issue of this new jessica jones story it wasn't interesting to me I'm sure Brian Michael business, Bendis business. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis has a plan, but it's just not for me right now. Um, I'm willing to wait till this goes to trade, skim through it a little bit, get some more reviews because this just is not interesting. I, I I mean it's it's a good book as far as comic books are concerned, but it's just not for me. So now I'm sitting here with issue three because I didn't think to look through my pool list and this will probably just go into a box of donations uh, cuz I won't be I won't be reading that um what else that was all from my pull for this week um as far as honorable mention I have a couple things here young terrorist through black mass studios um number 2 young terrorist I don't know what this book is about I just happened to walk past it on the shelves and picked it up immediately. There's a woman of color with a half shaved head. The other half bright red dreadlocks. Um, She's smoking a stick of dynamite and using the fire to light a Bank of Mexico. Looks like a hundred, a hundred dollar bill. Looks like... Either way, she's bandaged, band-aids on her face, her face is cut up, her fingers are scarred, she has her hand wrapped up, like whatever this woman has been through, I want to know what it is. (laughs) I don't know if it started off in number one and carried over, or she's new, or what, but I want to know her story. Um, I picked this up mainly because again, the cover, I don't know anything about this story, but this is a thick book, it's almost, maybe just maybe 10 pages shy of like a thick um, trade paperback which has me wondering is this normal for this series because I didn't see a number one on shelves and maybe this is a fluke I don't know but I'm very interested in seeing what is what's going on in this book and why is it so damn thick Uh, Young Terrorist number two by Pizolo and Nahupan, Nahupan Nahupan I don't I don't know. My bad. Sir or ma'am. I butchered your name. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I'll definitely be diving into that. Once I get a little bit of time. Uh. Secondly. Black. The comic book Black. There is. This chapter three. Also through Black Mass Studios. Uh. Black Mass Books. This is. A very. Like. The covers alone of this series. Is amazing. Um. They're so. comp They're. I don't know. This one is four men in the police lineup. Uh, four black men holding uh, their corresponding cards or signs. The first man is like a Kunta Kinte analog. Where he's wearing a uh, chain around his neck. And little baggy pants with a card that says slave. Next we have the Negro soldier. Um After that we have the Martin Luther King stand in. With his sign saying colored. And then lastly we have the tatted millennial kind of asap rocky-esque um black man with the sagging pants and draw showing with the sign thug now not even knowing what the series is about this is a compelling enough um cover that you might want to know okay what the hell is going on here and uh i'm thinking i'm probably going to go back and get several copies of the first two and this issue and frame them because the the covers are just spectacular and then maybe cut out a few panels on the inside and put them up as well like this is the one book that i have been purchasing and felt like damn i um every cover is phenomenal every single one so i'm interested to see what chapter 4 is like and if that's also warrants me cutting up <laughs> and framing for my office um Next, Gen 13 through Wild Storm. Um, is like the DC's X-Men, almost. It's a group of kids who were experimented on by the government, of course, and got these powers and, you know, had their little adventures and stuff. And it's very much a product of the 90s. Overly muscle-bound men and women in skin-tight-ass clothes. Women with the humongous breasts and cleavage hanging out and thighs and titties showing. But then... and the next page they'll say oh you know i'm 16 16 where like this isn't even like the amazonians who are just statuesque and tall these are just kids but um this is a series that i collected when i was younger alongside generation x i bought this book based off of nostalgia alone it's the gen 13 who are they and how they came to be which collects the first couple issues and gives you the backstory on Gen thirteen and I've collected in the trade paperback form even though I have all these issues because it gives you, you know, the sketches and pinups, uh the different covers, um you know, concepts that they had before and uh it's just something that I'm nostalgia motivated me to pick up. I um am very much one who Holds on to my childhood. I enjoyed the things I enjoyed. And I still like them now. Hence me having a comic book podcast. <laughs> so um, I'll be flipping through this. And seeing what I remember. And then I also picked it up. Sp- because things that I read as a kid. they My understanding was limited as a child. So I read them as a child. But now being an adult. I would love to see what things i may pick up on now that i didn't then and see you know kind of how that may have shaped the way i look at comics now or just the world in general um so it's always interesting to go back and read things from our childhood and older things uh, much like with shrek hell if you watch shrek and you were a kid when it came out when you become an adult or older and you can hear or notice the adult jokes and themes that are running throughout it can kind of shake you up (laughs) so that's uh that's the way i'll go at reading this gen 13 who they are and how they came to be um and lastly the inhumans versus x-men event started with issue zero they're now on issue number one um i asked my comic book guy if i should even pay attention to this he suggested that i do i really just want to get through this to get to resurrection and get back to my wonderful mutant family <laughs> but um i picked it up off of him you know suggesting it and i um it's a it's a great looking cover i don't know if this is what i want but i i won't complain i'll just read through it cuz it it might be a great event i'm just tired of events um after he suggested it i picked it up and the thing that has me hopeful Even though I love the mutants over the Inhumans. uh, There's no secret there. But uh, Mosaic and Moon Girl are in this battle. I want to (sighs) know. Like in a perfect world. Lunella, Lafayette, Moon Girl would have been a mutant. And so would Mosaic. But we're in this current strange property. Whatever era that we're in and then humans are a thing. So although I want the mutants to win and I I'm ready for resurrection, I really, really hope this doesn't fuck with Lunella and uh Mosaic 'cause they're fast becoming two of my favorite um added to my list of favorite characters in the Marvel universe and uh oh god I just but I am interested to see Lunella fighting like, hand-to-hand combat with some of these mutants to see what what potential she has. Uh, and Mosaic, too, because if he can just enter your body, oh, it's over for all of you. But, um, this will be the bridge I have to cross to get to resurrection in 2017. So, I'll suck it up and just enjoy the story. Um, and not <laughs> not really complain too much about it um that that has been the pool but before um before i end this will be the last uh episode of the pool uh 2017 right around the corner (sighs) this i'll be putting the pool on hiatus um not sure when it'll be back hopefully sooner rather than later i don't want to say that it won't ever be back but I have some things I'm working on for the next year, and we're trying to move some things around. It's just I find it best for me to kind of suspend the pool for now. Um, let me know how you feel about it if you feel anything about it at all, you know, message me email twitter Instagram all that just. Let me know um, if you really enjoyed this series. I do apologize. It will be back. I just need to work some kinks out of a couple things. Um, as I stated before, I'm new to this podcasting thing and I try to make sure I put out quality content. And so I'm going to have to kind of push this off to the side. Um, I will keep you all posted, though, on the state and nature of things that with this series. Uh, I enjoy comics as much as the next person and whoever is under the sound of my voice but uh, this is something that just has to happen for right now. Next year like I said I have some things going on that I'm working on now and if we can get them to come through fruition I'll be able to move some things around. Uh, I'm still going to be picking up my comics and reading them 4 or 5 months late (laughs) as has been my um, my track record with books this year but uh i'm hoping to do better in the upcoming year at getting the books reading them grasping the content doing better with the news and i don't know just overall becoming a better podcaster i want to immerse myself in this culture and make a stamp in it because i don't hear a lot of black people discussing comics. Um well I shouldn't say that. That's that's a lie. Because there are black shows that the li- shows that I listen to that have people of color hosting. Um I just don't see them as prominently featured in a lot of these spaces, like on the uh the iTunes top whatever. So I'm gonna kinda make it a point of mine to seek out these people and these shows and speak and show love and do all that I can because one I would of course like the same done in return but all that aside if we don't support us you can't be guaranteed that they in this instance will be will do it so I'm, uh, I'm going to be reaching out and doing a little bit more anyone under the sound of my voice who wants to speak wants to support wants to say hey um, feel some type of way about the pool being cancelled for now. Um enjoy it, hate it, love it, whatever. I'm welcome all conversation. Um I just want to interact more with this audience and everyone who's stuck by me from the beginning. Thank you cuz I know I've been having some hiccups. <laughs> um so again, thanks. Sorry that this is ending. Um hopefully it won't be for long, but there's still the carefree black nerd podcast where we'll be diving headfirst into the lives of these characters of color many of whom you don't know about many you might know about many you might not have known their backstory i just want to continue getting those profiles out there so it will be a place where you can come and say okay well i have a 12 year old daughter she likes science um she wears her hair natural who can i find well lunetta lafayette she's a a little black girl, a little into science and math and all that. Got her natural hair. She also is a superhero. Bam, there you go. So, um, all in all, thank you all for sticking with me. Sorry this is ending, but it's not an ending. It is more of a see you later. <laughs> um, so, again, hit me up, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Um, Carefreeblurred. On Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd on Tumblr and Instagram. Um, always open for conversation. Hit me up. And uh, this has been the pool.